Welcome to the Stay Healthy Experience. This is Robert Ferguson, and soon we'll be joined by my co-host, Miss Barbara Chris. They call her BK. Now, today we have something very cool for you. It's a conversation with someone who is on her way to the top. I mean, some people would argue and say she's already there, but we're gonna like we're gonna learn a lot. I mean, all the way from Australia, she's bringing it. I mean, if you're a rapper and you think you got it. Hey, you better check her out first because there's a new sheriff in town. Watch out, Cardi B. Let's get this party started. <laughs> all right, we are in the studio. And um, yes, it feels like we have someone that came all the way from Australia, I Barbara. Know. All the way. All the way. Just to be here on this show. I know. I feel so special. Excited. See, we just never know who's going to show up here. And uh, when I saw you rapping, okay, right. for those who don't know what that means, it's a uh, a poem with music. <laughs> yeah, basically. Heartfelt. Heartfelt. I mean, I mean, you are like the real deal. What makes you say I'm the real deal? What gave you that impression? <laughs> um, the energy that you put off when you walked into the door. Right. Like there's a lot of people who are wannabes. And as I share with you, mm -hmm. I've been around a lot of rappers. I mean, a client, friend of mine, Chuck D. Right. It doesn't get more real than that. Mm -hmm. no. So I have a pretty good idea if it's real. Yeah, that's why I thought I'd just ask you because... I just wanted to see your opinion because a lot of people have told me that before they say my persona i'm like the type of person that i could walk into a room i'm humble i'm very nice but the energy that i do give off you know without speaking i could establish who i am as a human being authentic nice yes, yes. okay so for people who are meeting you for the first time yes right which we're meeting you for the first time mm -hmm. yes, kind of <laughs> how, how do you introduce yourself like what's your story like like tell us who you are well, to give you a little bit of uh, explanation on my background and my history, um, as a little girl, um, I was very, you know, I grew up in a tight-knit family. That was very important to me, so I love my family. Um, and not to go into too much detail about one part of my life, but I kind of grew up without a father. My mother raised my brother and I because he was incarcerated for, you know, pretty much most of my life. He only just was released um, from jail probably like a year ago. Mm -hmm. And um, that played a big role in shaping me who I am today. Mm. Um, I grew up very strong. Like I never relied on anybody. I never asked anybody for any help. Um, my mother always obviously was there to support her children. But I always kind of felt like now that my father left, I had to, I had to become something. And to this day, I, to this very second, whilst I'm sitting here with you guys, that's what I truly believe. I feel like, there's not too many women like me out there as well because I feel like I'm a go-getter. You know, even if I was with a man in my life, most women, you know, share responsibilities and stuff like that. I'm the type of person, and everybody has a different opinion on this, but mm -hmm. I'm the type of person that even if somebody was there to support me from my life experience, I just, I would still go out and get it myself. I feel like I need to make an impact on the world. So I basically started acting from a very young age I was probably like nine years old. Okay, now, but where is all this taking place? In Australia, right? In Australia. Mm -hmm. What yeah. part of Australia? <coughs> Melbourne, Australia. Okay, so nice. yeah, yeah, I'm from Melbourne, Australia. That's where I grew up most of my life until I came here. Yeah. Now I'm here. <laughs> and so, like, sorry, I mean, That's we got okay. a thousand okay. questions, but like, what is, like, being from Australia, like, what's your ethnicity? It was, is it Australian or is it? That's a great question because uh, mm -hmm. nobody's really asked me that before. So Well, you're um, in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that question because yeah. people just assume, okay, she's Australian. So, yeah. I mean, I'm Australian because I was born there. But my ethnicity is, my mother is from Macedonia, which is in Europe. And oh. my father is Croatian. So mm. that is nice. my ethnicity. Beautiful. Yeah. Nice. And mm -hmm. I speak the languages, so I'm very happy about that. Wow. <laughs> so how many languages do you speak? Well, I, okay. So I would say five, but... They're very similar. The Balkan region where I come from, the languages are similar. So that's why I know so many languages. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. But they are different though. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now, so now we have the context of yes. you're born into this yeah. world. You have a sibling. Yes. My brother, and Michael. Yeah. So he, you're old. You're the oldest. He is 11 months okay. older than me. Okay. We're born in the same year. Oh. Almost like twins. Okay. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And how old were you when your dad left and the household broke up? nine years old okay mm. i was nine yeah and i haven't seen him or hung around with him in the outside world since i'll probably be doing that once i go back home for a visit but um like i said him being incarcerated you know obviously taught me a lot because i saw the lavish life where i had everything i wanted and then i also saw 
the broke life where I was pretty much me and my family had no help we were on the street you know so we had to endure a lot but I love the fact that I went through that because now I can say I mean seeing both sides of the spectrum that's not something that everybody could do you know, and it teaches you a lot. Oh, yeah. I would imagine that your mom, I'm assuming, would be a very strong person to get through that with two little ones. She is very strong. And I know a lot of people say their mothers are strong, but my mother is very strong because <laughs> <laughs> she, like, you know, when my father, you know, went and got incarcerated, mm -hmm. she, you know, she could have, you know, done what most people do, you know, just go, you know, find somebody else for some support or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, to this day, she never you know went against my father she stuck to her job she paid every bill paid the house you know the mortgage kept a roof over our heads and I don't know how she did it because we actually lived a pretty good life for being in the situation that she was in and having really no help around her so maybe that's one re another reason why I'm you know such a strong woman you know mm -hmm. I focus on just I want to help others you know I don't I'm not a person who asks for help, I'd rather help somebody else. That's the type of person I am. And yeah. so you were that way at a very early age. So at four, yes. five, six, that was who you were. Yes. I'm a lot of people said to me, and it's true, you could you know, if I showed you videos it would prove it. You know, <laughs> even from a little girl, like even I could I have memories like from two years old where I was having a real conversation and like it kind of relates to my music. It's a little funny, but I'm, I'm a great person, but I had a very <laughs> spicy mouth. Like I was always very smart for my years. And then obviously as I got older and older you know, I got smarter and smarter. Yeah. <laughs> That's something to say. <laughs> yes. Okay, so mm -mm. at this young age, mm -hmm. dad's gone. Were you? Are you a daddy's daughter? Like, are you? Oh yes, completely. Mm. So that must have just broke your heart. Yeah. Yeah, it did. That that was um, one of the hardest things I had to go through. Um, because, like you said, you know, I'm I am a daddy's girl. I'm not going to lie about that. I was, and then you know, out of nowhere, you're having this great life with your dad, and then. Boom, one night, you know, you're sleeping at three in the morning and your mom wakes you up and says, wake up, you know. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what was going on. I was too, like, I was nine and I just got woken up in the middle of my sleep. But, mm -hmm. you know, basically there was a bunch of agents at the house and, you know, they raided my whole entire house. And, you know, I just saw my father in handcuffs and the look he gave me was just heartbreaking. Oh. Like, he just knew it was all over. And I was mm -hmm. too young to, like, really tap into my emotions but overall going through that I'm not gonna lie to you that did break me I it, it did break me in many ways which I didn't realize at the time but I remember going to school and I got sick one time like really really sick and I didn't even know what it was so I went to the doctors and I said what's you know what's wrong with me all this stuff started coming up on my skin and stuff mm. and the doctor said oh you must be having your exam soon and I said no I'm, I'm only 14. I like stress yeah and mm. he's like oh, okay, because, you know, this is what you have and what you have only like, oh, I only see it in older people. So I was a little girl. I must have, I didn't even realize what I was going through, but must have been a lot because, you know, it did have an effect on me. I'm not going to lie about that. Mm -hmm. a, a big impact on my life. But I love it because it made me the person I am today. Okay, so, yeah. <clears throat> so this show, we always talk about health. Mm -hmm. That's what we do, right? Yes. And... For me, music is very healthy. Yes, it is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, um, mm -hmm. it can make you smile. Yes. It can make yes. you sad. Yeah. <laughs> it can true. give you that opportunity to express yourself. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which obviously that's what happened. Exactly. That so, so yes. Yeah, so tell us how you discovered rap. Right. Okay. So and how you got to where you are. Yeah. Okay. So in, like I said, in Australia, I did acting classes for over 10 years. So I have a lot of experience in the acting field. And that's really my main profession, to be honest. But when I came to LA, I was around so many music people. And, you know, my manager, Show Off, you know, he's the one. I'm not going to lie. He's the one. <laughs> he was, I guess, bored one night and he's like, get on the microphone. And I was like, I don't want to get on the microphone. <laughs> you know, go do that with your music people. That's not, I don't do music. And then he's like, just get on the microphone. And so I tried it. And then he explained to me basically like, if you can do acting, you can do music because it's all just an act. And I was like, okay, that sounds kind of believable. So <laughs> I got on the microphone and I started basically imitating my favorite rappers and stuff. Because before I even came to LA, obviously everybody's got their favorite music and stuff. Mm -hmm. And before I was even on any camera or anything like that, you know, even being in the car, anybody's capable of doing it. I think you just have to find the confidence. Mm -hmm. So the acting helped though, because even to this day when I make my songs, um, 
a lot of people tell me that I'm just too quick because you know most people have to sit there and practice their music and don't get me wrong that's something I have to do as well mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes um, the reason I say that is because sometimes I'll get a song and a few hours later I'll record it and I don't even listen to the song I just read the words which I know is not something that you know you should learn mm-hmm. your music for sure but I'm just saying that to state that I'm a very quick learner and everybody has noticed that that's why I think a lot of people want to work with me very you know, nice yeah <laughs> and when I emulate my mu- in my music when I emulate my characters they come from my favorites so like I really look up to people like like real people you know hardcore people like that especially went through things in their life like say for example Ice Cube you mm-hmm. know I like Lil Kim's persona I think she's you know I like women like that you know they have they have like a strong persona you know like you can't mess with them you don't look at them as an average female and that's why I really feel like I'm that person and that's why my music comes out like that like that yeah mm. oh my god I love that do, do so you, do you talk <laughs> so about much so did you mm. take some of that pain from losing your dad and and and, and what took place after that <clears throat> isn't in your current music yes no it's definitely in my current music so obviously I haven't released my entire project which is about to be released mind you um, but I do take a lot of what happened to me and amplify it into my music what I mean by that is obviously like I mentioned before my father losing my father was one of the hardest things that happened to me mm-hmm. and then I went on to my drama lessons and I was luckily, thanks to God, I was able to perform so well. And I had a natural talent. It wasn't really taught to me. I only went to drama just to learn some extra stuff. It was more natural. Um, But now when I do my music, when we do the songwriting and stuff like that, my manager show off and I, you know, sometimes before we start a song, you know, he'll ask me, okay, so what what do you want to, what do you feel like talking about today? And, you know, if I'm feeling some type of way, depending if I went through something, you know, yesterday mm. or even back into my early childhood, I always have a really good story. That's why my music comes out really good because of the experiences I've had and I talk about them in my music. And then when yeah. I perform them, because it's relating to a personal experience, it's like it just comes out so natural, so good. Right. And I just can't wait to put it on camera. It just feels so good. It makes me feel good. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like you said, mm. music makes you feel different emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's 100% accurate because I can't think of a day when I'm going through an emotion. It depends what emotion that is. I put on a specific artist and I listen to them and, and they do make me feel mm. a lot of feelings. Right. But then when I put on my music, I'm careful because I know the world's about to hear it. And I just can't wait to release my project nice. because I have different messages. I'm not doing what everybody else is doing right now. That's all I have to so say. You're not, so you're not Cardi B? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I have a question because you did go through something really traumatic at a young age, and it sounds like you are already sort of working on your acting at that time. So you're already mm-hmm. involved in that. And so my question would be then, how did you stay or stick to it? Because I, I could imagine how a lot of people, if they go through something traumatic, they might go the opposite way. They might become yeah. more of an introvert mm-hmm. and not want to share those things and hide from the world and not put themselves out there right. for scrutiny mm-hmm. and you were young and I guess I yeah. just how is it that you kind of just faced through that and continued yeah with what you believed in well that's a that's a fantastic question um I can answer that by telling you don't get me wrong I had troubles like I went through a lot of stuff but like I said before I don't really I'm the type of person I don't really tell people my problems I just sort of deal with them by myself. So when I was going to my acting classes, don't get me wrong, I when I wasn't there, when I was leading up to going there, it's like sometimes when people go to the gym, it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. But once you're there, it's like, oh, okay, this is cool. Mm. That's sort of how it was. Like, don't get me wrong, I love drama, but sometimes I used to have a lot of anxiety from things that, de- like depression, anxiety, stress, everything from a very young age that I shouldn't even be experiencing. It was very unusual. Nobody understood what I was going through unless I spoke to an adult. Mm. Um, But I think the thing that kept me going was that once I got there and I got to play characters and step outside of my world and show people, you know, different characters, I think that's what makes me feel really good. Mm. And, you know, like I said, going through what I went through did teach me a lot because when I went to acting one time, 
um, they told us to do a monologue where you perform your, you know, your own script. And I had one about my mother of dying of cancer. That was what I was performing. I didn't practice the script because I, I it was too long. I remember saying to myself, oh, this is too long. I'll just get there on the day and just, you know, fluke it, whatever. I'll, I'll do better next week. Yes. Well, when I did that uh, monologue, somehow real tears just started coming out of me. I didn't even know that was going to happen. It just happened out of mm. nowhere. But I think that was the pain from my past. But either way, long story short, I did the scene so well that I captivated everybody that was in that in that studio, in the audience. Even my acting teacher, I, I could see his face. He looked at me like, oh, whoa, you know? you know? And I was just a little girl. And then I ended up winning the best monologue of the year. You know, I won a big trophy. And I was that was being in competition with the whole school, not just little kids, but adults too. And nice. I won that, uh, you know, from everybody else. Wow. So, you know, safe to say, I think I did a good job. <laughs> yeah. 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 But nice. that's how it helped. Okay. Yeah. So I, I guess in the, in my head, I, I'm still thinking about like your dad, and you said you haven't seen him since that day. I've I've visited him in you know in jail, mm -hmm. but that's you know. Is I mean, he still in jail? No, he just he just got out about a year ago, and you know I'm very proud of him because you know most people would say oh somebody who spent so much of their life in jail and done all these terrible things they brush him off like okay they're doomed right yes but he's so intelligent he came out he's already he already has a successful uh construction business so he's already doing that he's already well on his way he's doing better than most people i know and he just came out of jail so he yeah that's oh. another one of my inspirations for well, that. it sounds like you got your mom and your dad are just driven mm -hmm. they are <laughs> <laughs> and they're back they're still in australia so are you the only one here of, of your family yeah i'm here by myself I, I came out here with my best friend, but he left shortly after. Um, but overall, I've been here by myself this entire time. Wow. Yeah. So you came here with no manager. Yeah. Like with right. nothing really. Yep. I just came. Got off a plane. That's got crazy. <laughs> it was actually funny because when I came here, I was actually coming here because I was bored and I just finished all my studies back home. Uh -huh. And I didn't even want to come here. My friends this was my friend's idea <laughs> what did your what did so what did your i guess your mom would have been did she support that was she did she think you're crazy like what did they say well she always supports anything i do but because i've been here for so long obviously now she's on my phone saying okay when are you coming back when are you coming back because she misses me obviously mm -hmm. it's been a few years but overall she does support me because she knows that when people have dreams you got to stand by them you know because she wasn't able to do what she really wanted she didn't get to do and accomplish her dreams as, as that she had when she was a little girl. So that's something she's admitted to me. So she always supports everything that I do. You know, I mean, she was the one that when I asked her about when I first started acting, I told her, look, this is what I want to do. You know, she didn't tell me to do it. That's something that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, uh, through everything she was going through, she somehow managed to take me to my drama class every single week. For over 10 years. Okay, so wow. so help me get, get this. You come here, just come. Yeah. <laughs> Your friend leaves. Yes. And, I mean, was it a vacation? Like, how did it go from just getting here, walking around, to becoming a rapper and superstar? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's my point. So, okay. I mean, <laughs> I've been to L.A. before on business trips and stuff like that. You know, because mm -hmm. you know, I've been to L.A. numerous times before I came this time. Okay. But that's what I was trying to say. This time was the first time. It was really just a vacation. I, I did finish my studies and my, it was my friend's idea. He said, okay, I'm going to go to LA. You want to come? And I was like, okay, not really. <laughs> but then he kept talking to me about it. I was like, okay, I kind of want to come now. You know, i got nothing to do anyway. So we just came here for a vacation, to be quite honest. It, that's true. Um, but obviously I was networking while I was out here. Um, but was it networking? It wasn't for music, though, right? It was for acting. Yeah, for acting. That's right. It, it was. <laughs> it's that. That is actually very funny. Yeah, it was for acting because I never focused on music like that. I was really introduced to it by my manager, which we started to answer your question. We started off as friends, really, and then you know I was just following him around to the studios and seeing how he works with you know his artists because we had a we had the studio Seventeen Hertz, which was on Lancashire. I forgot mm -hmm. the suburb. I keep forgetting the suburb names. But yeah, we had that studio over there. So I was just basically working with him. And even a year into it, even though I was around the music, I still didn't even think to do it. But it was really 
I can't lie, it was him. He just got, he told me to get on the microphone. And then after I got on the microphone, that's when I really started taking it seriously because I saw that my music is actually very good. And I'm not saying that because it's myself. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't good, I'd just be like, mm, don't worry about that. But no, I actually really enjoy my music. I like my persona. I like how I come off on my songs. And knowing how much knowledge I have in my brain and stories to tell, I reckon I could keep music coming and coming and coming, never ending. So, so that's it. You feel like you have it's that story to tell and music has become your your medium yes because my they say what's your favorite part about music and what's your mm -hmm. least favorite part my least favorite part i won't lie because i'm not a liar but my least favorite part is really sort of like sitting in the studio and like sort of recording the song my favorite part <laughs> <laughs> you know which you know i know that's funny but my favorite part you know getting up and performing or doing the music videos you know because mm -hmm. that relates back to acting as well but that is my favorite part Okay, so <clears throat> with all these rappers, right? Mm -hmm. Like I remember when we were in here talking to Chuck D. Yeah. And we had a conversation about some of the differences between some of the new school people mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the people from uh -huh. back in the day yes. that are still like doing their thing, mm -hmm. right? Um, I said, what are some of the differences? And he said that they trained, like his group trained really hard uh -huh. to be able to perform. Yep. So... They take care of themselves in a way mm -hmm. where they can mm -hmm. maximize their performance. Right. Like they'll be working out and practicing being able to still deliver the mm -hmm. lyrics. Right, right, right. <laughs> Do you have that kind of, is that your work ethic or like what does separate you from a Cardi B and like some of these other f popular female rappers? Yeah. Well, to answer that question, what separates me, I truly believe is nowadays everybody knows the type of music that's going on you have you know your cardi b's megan the stallion and all that whoever else is out now um and not to make it sound unusual but today's music is really i don't know if you ask my real opinion it's it they don't really know what they're talking about that's what i feel like it's really just music you feel as they're lying is not real yeah like they're only talking about simple stuff like i mean don't get me wrong mm. sometimes i hear some good stuff but like surface right. like, things. Like WAP? Yeah. That, <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not a deep conversation. <laughs> I mean, that would that would be good for some people. Like, you know, in some occasions. Like, they do need that music. Like, for example, if you go to the strip club, I guess that's a perfect song, you know? <laughs> so you do need music like that. But what separates me is that I've been watching all, all the new female artists that are coming out now, especially because, you know, I, I'm sort of going into that lane. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm happy every time I watch them because I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, n not like any of these ones. And that's what's going to separate me from everybody else. Because my biggest inspiration in music, one of my biggest, like Eminem, for an example, that's what when I think of real rap music and stuff like that, like when he raps those lyrics with that emotion you could tell that he's lived what he's talking about. You could tell that he means that. When he's mm. rapping, he's giving you a story. Like you could watch his video. Like I remember when I when my uncle was watching his video, he was like, he was like, God damn, like, whoa, man, this dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not gonna get that reaction from like what's going on today. Yeah, I shake my ass. Right. You just I'm listen to the baseline. It's just simple. That's what I mean by it's simple mm -hmm. stuff. All right, so so share with us um, like some of the words in some of your songs. Yeah. Like, some of the words in some of my songs. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, okay, let me do my favorite song, Top Off. Okay, well, Top Off is a song about, well, that's not really more about meaning. That one's more of like a show-off song where I'm going to be riding around in like my nice bends, my brand new bends, and it's really just showing off, saying like I got the baddest girls around me and stuff like that. But if you hear the song, which is not released yet, but if you hear the song, you'll know that there's a message behind it the same time that I'm talking about that stuff. Right. It's not simplified, like I said, with today's artists. So, wait, I'm trying to think on the spot my favorite lyric. I have a lot of favorite lyrics. I just can't think of any on the spot. That's all. <laughs> well, you, um, well, you know, it's, it's one of those things like fight the power, right? Mm -hmm. When I think of... Uh, you know, Chuck D Public and Public Enemy. Enemy. Mm -hmm. I think Fight the Power, I, and I knew what was going on during that time. Mm -hmm. So that song resonated with people mm -hmm. during that time in a big way. Mm -hmm. And it still, res I mean, yeah. it resonates now. And I, for sure. I, I, I do have one song. Um, it's mm -hmm. called, because uh, my name is Califani, and one of the songs is called Fani Montana. So we just cut off the Cali in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And that's basically a record, well, which kind of explains it with the name. It's really uh, orientated and, you know, based around Scarface. Because <laughs> that's like my favorite movie. Mm -hmm. And it's my favorite movie, you know, because 
of the life I lived, you know, with my father and stuff like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that's... I, mean, I bet you got people intrigued right now going, <laughs> who is well, her what, father? What like, what's his name? So, like, let's, like, take a little detour <laughs> here. Let's see. <laughs> Who's the dad? <laughs> um, well, I mean, ba- back in Australia, you guys have mob wives in America. I know you guys right. have mob the wives. The show, yeah. Well, I was on the Australian version. Whoa. Oh, cool. That's what we did in Australia, okay? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like... Well, you know, it is interesting because, like, part of... Remember when I said I pick up vibes or energy? Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. And most of the time, I pick up right. Right. So, when I said I feel that you're real... Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was picking that up. You were right. And I, and I can feel it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, there's some people, Barbara. Yeah. There are some people that if you're around them... The bully won't won't give them a hard time. The what? The bully. <laughs> the bully, yeah. Like so for instance, you see like the Cardi B's getting in fights with other rappers, right? Yeah. Uh, what was the one that was on um uh, Nicki Minaj? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Right, it was Nicki and Cardi, they were gonna get in this, this fight. Oh, right, right. And one of them neither one of them come across tough like that to me. Like real. Mm. But I feel like they wouldn't try to be they wouldn't bully you. Even though they don't know you, they would right. feel the energy from you saying, yeah, I'm not messing with her. <laughs> well, and, I think, <laughs> and I think it's, I, I think it is a vibe, right? Because you, when you meet someone, especially for the first time, like we, like we did just meet you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can pick up an energy if someone is guarded. Yes. And if that guardian is because they're just shy, maybe they're just shy, but, or if there's really something that they're hiding. So then it come, it may come across as they're just not authentic, right? That right. they're trying to portray a certain thing or a mm-hmm. certain persona and you know what? I opened. The, I had. I had to like what? Open up the door on you, right? And, <laughs> and we were like, "Hey!" And it was yep. just a very natural greeting. Yes. And then you just kind of go from that that energy. I I, mm-hmm. I agree. I See, if you gr- if you greet her with love, you mm-hmm. got back love. I did. But if you greet her with attitude, I think you 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 may be be like, get oh, ready. Yeah. <laughs> get ready, Barbara. Right? I had a, I'd get a heel in the thigh. <laughs> I mean, I, I like to, you know. I was raised on a respect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I respect every single human being, whether they have zero dollars, whether they look good, whether they don't look good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm very nice to everyone, and I'm very humble. But yes, when I see, when I pick up on energies and I see like, you know, it could be a male or a woman. Yeah. Mostly women, you know. But, uh, <laughs> you know, they they give you like. This. You just the get, once over. Yeah, you get weird vibes. <laughs> and it's like, you know, you shouldn't do that to a person until you sh- know you should do that to the until person. Until you have a reason why. Yeah, exactly. So, like you said, like, I, this is something that I always say to my manager as well. Um, whatever you give me, I'm going to quadruple it back. So, if you're nice to me. Like, say, for example, you buy me a meal. I'm going to remember that. And I'm going to do a lot more for you down the track. If you be rude to me, mm. you like, I, I don't mean to talk about that stuff, to be honest. But, yeah. You know, if, if somebody's rude to me, I will. I'm not afraid, like, to act on it. You know Are you a Pisces? Are you a Pisces? I'm a Sagittarius like Nicki Minaj. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm a Pisces. Like, oh, it sounds like me. <laughs> now, between Nicki and Cardi, which one feels more mm-hmm. real to you? Nikki, one hundred percent. Okay, I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking Cardi, but Nikki has been a, from today's music. I don't really listen to today's music, but if I had to name a rapper, Nicki Minaj has been one of my favorites for uh, many years. She's a Sagittarius, you know. I feel like she's like me, you know. Mm-hmm. She acts the same. Like she's bossy. She's a bossy female. She's not afraid to tell people how it is, you mm-hmm. know. So that's why I like her. Nice. Yeah. So, did you get in fights when you were a kid, like going to school and, and people knew your <laughs> knew that your dad went to jail? You know uh, what I mean? And they give you a hard time. You're all scrappy. You know what? Before my dad went to jail, I used to get into fights just for the fun of it because I was always like a little boy. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I used to, <laughs> <laughs> I used to like, and it was never a female either. It was always a boy. I always used to fight with boys. <laughs> but then, um, well, after my dad went to jail, obviously people are always gonna test you and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so they, I had I had people coming up to me, you know, you know, talking some stuff, and oh, then gosh. I think they were just testing me because then when I would turn around, because I, I like to keep quiet. I'm the type of person I don't want to fight anyone mm. un- unless I really need to because I know what I could do if I was to let it out, if I was to let the beast out. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> so um, I had people testing me, and I think they were just testing me because when they would do what they did. They said, okay, come meet me tomorrow. And I was a type like, okay, let's go. And I was there you, bright and early on the dot. All right, come on, let's go. And let's, like, oh, let's I was. Ready. And then 
you know, I had this happen to many, many times. And then the girls, when they saw me do that, they would just be like, okay, no, I was just joking. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, they just brush it off or do some stuff like that. Right. And then I was like, okay, they just scared, you know, and then I'd leave them alone because I know who they really are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if somebody was a, yeah, I'm not afraid to speak my mind. I'm really, I'm not. I try to remain very respectful towards others though. Cause like I said before, I really cherish human beings who look out for other people who are great human beings. Mm-hmm. I would give the world to somebody like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. I really appreciate those human beings. And that's why I try to be that human being. But of course, if something, you know, gets in my way, mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to act on it. <laughs> well, it's silly. Oh, yeah. that's, the, that's the kind of energy or attitude that you want to have in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So as you're oh, yeah. navigating in that part of the industry, are yeah. you have you been tested or because you already <laughs> have good relationships with people, you're around good people that mm. aren't that negative well that's that's a great question um but so far in la um have i haven't been tested like that because i'll be honest i have met the right people Mm. i have the correct guidance like my manager you know show off he introduced me to all the right people so a lot of people respect me um i i haven't really no like i said before i would never start an argument with somebody else Mm -hmm. you have to really do something to me for me to act on right. it, I just, I, you know? No, I mean, I get that because people can be so nasty from a distance, especially with social media, right? They'll yeah. have all kinds of criticism, all kinds of things to say just to judge you based on whatever. They don't know mm-hmm. you, what you might have to say, what you look like, all your attitude. Yes. You know, there's always something and people can be really nasty about that. And how do you stay authentic to you? Because I could imagine that's, that can be hard. They say you're a woman, you're this beautiful mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm. Why you come off like that, you know, or whatever, whatever it right. has they have to say. <clears throat> well, that's interesting because this is something that I always say to people when I come in conversation with it. So I like the question. Mm. Um, I get comments like that online, you know, mm-hmm. and most people will get hurt over it, read it, get hurt over it or read <laughs> it and just ignore it or something like that, you know, or tell other people. Mm-hmm. When I get bad comments, I get very happy because I'm like, OK, because the way I look at it is you, you are you are doing this for a reason. Even Mm. if it's a bad comment, I don't care if you're on my video commenting, you're fat, you're this, you're that. I don't care. Thank you. Tell me some more things because you're making my comments go up. That's (laughs) the way I look at it. To be honest, that's really the way I look at it. So I'm not, it never bothers me. Good for you. It never bothers me. Okay. Now, since we're Mm -hmm. in the health and wellness space, Mm -hmm. you see people Mm -hmm. that go into Hollywood or entertainment and they either start to morph and transform and look more fit. Mm -hmm. And then you see those people who... They, it's like everything is going wrong and their health is declining. Yeah. How are you taking care of you mm. as you're pursuing this, this career? Well, that's a good question too, because um, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I've never really been the type of person to like, you know, go on a diet or like watch my weight or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I've always just eaten what I've wanted to, to be honest. But ever since I came to LA, you know, I, I, I think I became a healthier person, to be honest. I thought it was going to be the opposite way around, you know, especially considering, like mm. you said before, L.A., I'm not going to lie, L.A. is a bit of a weird city. You get a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want to say too much, but you get a lot of weird things happening around here. Things thrown at you. Yeah, there's just too much, like, it's like a dog-eat-dog world. That's yes. what I say to people. That's the shortest way that I could describe that, you mm. know. So you really got to, you know, be strong for yourself, which is not a problem for me. That's easy. Um, but I mean, I can see you at a party <laughs> and uh, you want the French fries and you're like, I'm going to eat those fries. Damn it. But in, in L.A., you do find yourself in circles where they're looking at you going, she's eating those fries. What uh, attitude? Yeah, they're like, it's like, what is yeah. it called? Food judgment. They're like, yes. So you eat gluten? i've been around a lot of those type of people yes but you know what i you know how i like to approach a situation like that there's a lot of different types of human beings in this world so even if i go to a like an upscale party you know with you know people who (laughs) act like ooh, you know like that i don't i will still be true to myself even though i could tell they're probably talking about me and doing faces and stuff like that (laughs) yeah because at the end of the day, we're all human, so nobody could act perfect against another human being. You know what I mean? For so sure. even those people that appear to be perfect, I mean, don't tell me you don't eat no French fries. You know what I'm trying to say? So right. that's why I always do what I want to do, because as long as I'm a good person, I know that God will see that. 
mm-hmm. and I will be blessed. It doesn't matter what anybody else is thinking or how they think I should be behaving or speaking or what I should be eating. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm. people will always try to for sure come in and tell you what to do or judge you. Right. And, you know, overall wellness is all that, right? It, it is what you eat, how you move, but it's also how you feel about yourself. Definitely. You know, the things that you do that make you feel good and if, you know, I think how, that all pro- how that all projects. Yeah, no, I think that's the most important part about how you view yourself. Mm-hmm. Because anybody, uh, there, there could be a lot of people that come into you here and tell you, you know, just to feel better about yourself or this or that. They try to give you advice on how to improve. But you know what? If you don't truly believe that within yourself, I don't think you're ever really going to truly get there. The thing that's helped me the most overcome battles in my life is sitting myself down and be like, you know what? You 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 are that person. You know what I mean? You're strong. You're, you're a real boss. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything that's happened to you up until this point in life has happened to you for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm not worried about... I, I used to worry. That's what I'm trying to say. Because I used to, I've, I've become stronger and stronger over the years. I haven't, I mean, I've always been strong, obviously, considering the life <laughs> I live. <laughs> but, you know, I want to be, I have a goal in my life to be so strong. Like, I know what that goal is. And once I achieve it, you know, nobody or nothing can do or say anything. And I think that's a thing that a lot of people struggle with, getting to that point. Once you've reached pure peace within yourself. And that's all to do with how you speak to yourself on a daily basis and how you view yourself and how you handle situations when they upset you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, yeah. never, and you never wanted to be a boxer? <laughs> <laughs> Martial artist? My dad, my dad was a boxer, to be honest. And when he, uh, shortly after he did go and get incarcerated, I actually did boxing. <laughs> You're like, I need I this. I need this. I did, but I... You know, I mean, uh, they said I was really good at it, but <laughs> I won't lie. You know, at the time I was just, you know, mentally a little gone from everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. So I did it for a year, but I wasn't focused. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't focused on it. That's why I gave it up. Mm. But I, don't get me wrong. I, that's something that I would like to do. Like I've been telling my brother even recently, I want to I wanna do something. Like I want to learn how to fight like those... Um, you know, like those Japanese people in those karate movies and stuff yeah. like yeah. that? I don't want to just fight. I want to learn how to really fight like a, like like, a real Like perfect. Jet Li. You yes. want to be like Jackie yeah, Chan. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, yep. Barbara has the yellow belt, right? Yeah. It was, it was green. It was green, damn it. <laughs> she got us the green belt. Yeah. <laughs> a long time ago. But, you know, but you mentioned the very start of our of the interview you said yeah. something about your almost like your why like why you're doing like you have a purpose mm-hmm. some early on and and i tie that back to when i think of let's say my my clients because we're i'm a nutritionist to help mm-hmm. people lose weight get healthy get healthier yeah. and the clients that i see that, su- that succeed and stick to things in the long run yeah. is they have that and it's different for everybody whatever their why is their purpose their goal but it's really strong mm-hmm. And, you know, and yes, they get hit by things, being distracted, they get yeah. disappointed or whatever it may be, but they always go back to that, that, mm-hmm. that central line or they're, a- they're able to. <coughs> and it seems like with you, that's yeah. kind of what held you to stick to this course because like you said, it wasn't easy. I mean, is that is that correct? Or because I would imagine you got right. hit by a lot of things. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, I mean, a lot of people would know <coughs> whenever you're trying to do anything in life, things are just going to happen that are going to knock you off your course. I mean, mm-hmm. it's inevitable. You can't even stop it. And I mean, some some cases can be worse than others. Mm-hmm. And if I'm honest, I haven't had, you know, the best things happen to me throughout my life. They have knocked me off my course plenty of times mm-hmm. in very, very deep ways where almost like, you know, you can't get up out of bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, you know, like you said, I just I get back up on the horse. What you would, know, yeah, I, I, I can't be stopped. No matter, no matter what, I can't be stopped. Like, for example, if something doesn't work out for me and I'm trying to go for it and that door closes, I'm going to find another door. I really will. I'm not going to stop because mm-hmm. I know who I am as a human being. And I know there's not a lot of people like me out there. I've met mm-hmm. a lot of human beings. I can say that I'm stronger than a lot of men, too. Mm-hmm. I really am. What would you say then if you were to give someone advice? Like if they say, let's say they didn't have a character like yours. Mm-hmm. What would be your, your advice to say, well... This is how you could stay on course, regardless well, of their of their journey. Yeah, you're right. Um, because I've had a lot of people. I think people can pick up off of my energy. That yeah, I, that I'm strong because I have had a lot of people throughout the years ask me. I could I could tell they ask me questions like when they're going through stuff like how do I handle this? How do I do this? I mean, 
everybody has a different story to tell and different things that they're going through. But if I was to give advice to somebody else, I would just say, realize who you are as a human being. Don't let any other human being bring you down because there's going to be a lot of people that try to get in your way. That That's also inevitable. Focus on whatever goal it is that you have mm-hmm. and go to bed every night and think on that goal and wake up thinking about that goal too. And yeah, you're going to get distracted here and there because it happens to me. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's okay. That's fine. But just stick to your goal. And if you have any negativity, sometimes it's good. You could write it out. You could journal it out. Sometimes that kind of lets some pains go and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But overall, I wouldn't because I think the most negativity comes from other human beings, to be honest. We could be negative on ourselves. Yeah. But I think mostly when people get dragged down into the ditch, it's usually from another human being. Because, for example, you're not going to get, you know, if you have a pet dog, your dog's not going to ever make you make you feel bad, wake you up and give you a <laughs> shitty day. That's not really going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be another human being. Mm-hmm. So you just got to focus on you and realize why you started in the first place. That's one of the most important things for me. Because sometimes I, I, get a, I get a hard time jumping back on the horse. But mm-hmm. you really got to just tap in here and just realize why did I do this in the first place and am I going to give everything up just because I'm having a bad day that doesn't make sense and I also think about the future and say to myself okay so when I get older and I look back will I regret making the decisions I did that day Mm. and that really helps me a lot because sometimes I can't do some things but then I'm saying hang on I know I'm going to regret this if I don't do it later I'm going to do it no matter how unmotivated I might feel that day. So that's the advice I would give. I I like that. That That was great. A whole bunch of people could benefit from what you just said. I hope they can. Yeah. (laughs) I I hope they can. Because it's it's interesting. There's Mm -hmm. uh, one of my friends created this thing called the A Club. Mm -hmm. And the A is for achievement. Yeah. And they're getting ready to launch this. And it's a club for people Mm -hmm. who want to achieve whatever it is in their life. Mm-hmm. So it's all those things that we said we wanted to achieve, but we never did achieve. Right. So there then becomes this environment or club where all the people who want to achieve mm. all congregate. Mm-hmm. So your environment now is supportive of each other on who wanting to achieve. Mm-hmm. Yes. You support each other. That's very helpful. And then there's a way to make money because you can invite other people to the club. Right. And you make money because you introduce something positive t- to them. Mm-hmm. So I say all of that because the way she explained the why, uh-huh. like why did you do it in the first place? Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes we talk about like what's your why, which yeah. is very powerful. Right. right? Yes. But I haven't asked anyone recently, like clients that I work with, mm-hmm. why did you do this in the first place? Because mm-hmm. somewhere yeah. that yeah. got lost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And so then you're searching like, what is my why? What is my why? What is my <laughs> I was thinking about mine too. And I was like, I, remi- I was reminded of mine too. I'm like, oh, that's what, actually good. Yeah, why did you do it in it's, the first place? It's very yeah. important to remember that. Yeah. Now, you, yeah. May, you may be a counselor one day. I was, she <laughs> seems like she's got wisdom. I could be. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sit down I, like. I think I could be. I think yeah. the, more, the more stuff you go through in your life, I think it just makes you. We, very intelligent yeah you seem wise beyond your years i mean i don't know exactly how old you are but you do seem you know because i think you've experienced so much yeah everybody tells me that everyone that i meet yeah there hasn't been one which is good so so i I, I do have some questions about nutrition with you okay because um as barbara has clients in australia i have clients in australia yeah um know a lot of people in australia can't wait to go and visit. hell i know oh, yeah, it's, it's uh, awesome. that's the that's the yeah. missing link can't wait <laughs> it's awesome. and been learning a lot in the last few years about the indigenous people mm-hmm. uh, so i have questions about that okay but <laughs> my first question mm-hmm. would be what food were you eating in australia that you just can't really get here in the states that you Ooh. miss Oh my god, that is okay. That's so funny because I've been talking about this the whole week. <laughs> I was, I'm on the phone to my best friend, and I'm like, I can't wait to get there because I'm missing out on all that food. Yeah, like you guys have wonderful food here in LA, you know. But um, <laughs> say for an example, like you guys have like a lot of the 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 Latin culture over here, yes. so you have a lot of Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you go to Australia, if you try to find a Mexican, you're gonna be looking for a very long time. Like, oh, you just won't find one. And the same thing with the Mexican restaurants. You don't really find that there either. So um, we have, a, I mean, 
Australia is multicultural, just like America, but our cultures from Melbourne anyway, and I know Sydney does it too, for sure. Um, we have a lot of the Middle Eastern people over there. Mm. And I'm going to tell you for sure, I cannot find that Middle Eastern food that I eat in Australia over here. There's something that oh. we have. It's called a HSP pack. And it's like, I can't explain. It. It's like these big ass fries and you put cheese and you, well, you can put anything you want on it, really. You just <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you get your own meats and stuff like that. It's really delicious. But I've tried going to, like, the same sort of restaurants out here to see if I could match the taste. And I haven't been successful at it. It's not the it. same. Yeah, mm. it's not the same. So the way I deal <laughs> with that is I just enjoy the things that America has good to offer. And then when I get back home, I'm going to enjoy that, you know. Mm. Or I was thinking maybe crossover you know bring the american food into australia and bring the australian food into mm -hmm. america because i think yeah. if they taste the food that i'm talking about they'll right. be loved. so what's your new do you have a new favorite food here that you wouldn't normally have in australia well a new favorite food i'm gonna be i'm gonna be very simple <laughs> and it hasn't changed for many years but I, <laughs> she's this like, is gonna be funny. I'm now gonna hear this. <laughs> no, it's very simple. Okay, uh -huh. it's it's Chick Fil A. I love <laughs> Chick Fil A. <laughs> it's, it's very simple. Yeah, I mean, I eat everything. You know, I I'm not a fussy eater, so mm -hmm. I really could eat anything. But I just keep it simple. Simple because I'm not gonna lie to you guys. My favorite thing, you know, to eat is burgers. That's one of my favorite things. You know. <laughs> yeah. But um. Chick-fil-A. I'm, I'm trying to remember my favorite restaurant, though. I just forgot which one it was. I forgot the name of it. Hmm. Oh, I think it was The Lobster. The Lobster in Santa Monica. That's what it was, right? The Lobster? lobster? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that sounds good. Yes. There is a um, an Australian snack. It's a cookie that mm -hmm. people get it all the time. So I, I also was in bodybuilding. And so when bodybuilders would go to Australia, uh -huh. they would get these cookies. Mm -hmm. And when they were done with their show, they would all talk about these Australian cookies. And I can't think of the name of it. So I look thought it you up. Say that. Yeah, look it up on your I'm phone. I'm going to look it up. The, uh, you're not, uh, well, you said a cookie. I, was gonna, I think it has I'll, chocolate in it, too. It's a chocolate cookie. It's not a Tim Tam, is it? it ah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. People, like, rave about the Tim Tams. They're like, and they're, like, sitting They're called Tim Tam? Tim Tams. Yes. Tim Tam. Tams. Yes. So and Tim Tams. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's okay. right. That's it. Yeah. All right, so our Australian crazy. people send us some Tim Tams. <laughs> oh, awesome. We'll do it on the show. <laughs> I, I want to try that. Yeah. Everyone loves them. Everybody keeps asking me about Tim Tams. That's why I was like, because you said cookie, I was like, hang on. Maybe she's not talking about that. But yeah. everybody loves Tim Tams. And Tim now, Tams. ever since they became so popular, they came out with all these different flavors. So it just makes it better. Oh, see? Mm. Yeah. Nice. yeah. We have all the flavors. So Okay. So yeah. what are some yeah. foods that people eat in Australia mm -hmm. that most people in the States would go, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in China, if they eat the, uh, the the brain of a monkey. Right. I think that would make me go, ooh. Like okay. Crocodile? But I guess they kind of eat that. Do they yeah, eat crocodile in Australia? They Well, not everybody, but yeah, some people do. And also, same thing with kangaroos, you know? So I, they eat kangaroo? Yeah, they do. I mean, I... I thought it was illegal to kill the kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember going to the supermarket and seeing like, you know, how you go into the meat section. And oh. I, I was like, what's this? And then I read the sticker and it said kangaroo. I was like, oh, I don't eat kangaroo. So I bet it tastes like chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, that's what they always <laughs> say. Everything Snake, tastes like kitchen, everything right? tastes like chicken. Or, or ch I said kitchen, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> but like as far as Australia goes with their cultural food, they're very, you know, they're very simple. They like their meat pies, you know. With their desserts, they got the pavlova cakes, which is like a fruity dessert, you know. So it's nothing, we don't, what I'm trying to say is Australians don't really eat anything too out of the ordinary mm -hmm. that maybe Americans won't try to eat apart from what I'm saying is the kangaroo meat. I think that's one of the most weirdest things. And the <laughs> alligators, like you said, okay, they do mm -hmm. eat that. So what, so what about the indigenous people? Mm. As an Australian. Yes. Because my heart goes out to what I've been learning more and more about these people. Mm-hmm. Um, the challenges that they have with alcohol, obesity, right. dying younger than they're not living as long. And then you have a lot of people who really are going out of their way to, to protect them or to help them. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to reach them because they don't really want to be helped. Right. Yeah. They, um, fr from my experience with the aboriginals, um, I met a few of them. It's surprising because you'd think you'd see more of them considering they were the first inhabitants of Australia. Right. But you don't really see them too much. I mean, like I said, I've met them and I've went to school with some of them. From 
from my analysis on the aboriginals they're really cool people they're really laid back some people say they like to argue a lot because like you said they do like to drink their alcohol mm. but i think the reason they don't want to be helped is because the way i see it I, I think they like to they stick to their own community you know what right. i mean they don't really wander off like for example if you go to the heart of the city and stuff like that you won't even really find them there mm. the main place you would find them is on the outskirts you know like you know in the desert and stuff like that in australian bush they that's where they like to be i guess that's kind of like <laughs> how indians native indians in the states are yeah, yeah. like they stay on the reservations you mm. don't really see yes. a lot of native indians walking around ventura right that's yeah exactly. because yeah. when you do yeah. see one you go whoa like, yeah you know what i mean it's really cool because you, <laughs> yeah you see something that you can only really see in a in a book mm -hmm. yeah they're awesome the native americans oh yes yeah. <laughs> yeah, good people yeah and, and they're challenged with alcohol and and, and their yeah, health as sure. well yeah Okay, I'm just well, thinking anyway. of something. Yeah. Well, well, we we are getting ready for our rapid fire. So, oh. but go for it. Yeah. So I, I was wondering. So, do you find there's like a I don't know a difference between let's say maybe the mood or the personality overall of let's say Americans versus Australians? Did you feel like are we more friendly, less friendly, more stressed, less stressed, high strength, whatever? When you first came yeah. here, was there like a? Because <laughs> well, I'll tell you the truth. Yes, let's hear it. Because I have been to both places. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I, I think I'm, I'm not just saying this because I'm from there, but well, I mean, I haven't explored the whole America, so I can't speak. But <laughs> Los Angeles, I'm comparing you. Um, so you guys are definitely more stressed, I think. And Australian, uh, the Australian people, just in general, are much nicer people. Yes, we. I mean, you'll hear stories from a lot of people. You could just ask them, you know. Mm -hmm. I hear a lot of Americans, they've told me, oh, I just got off at the airport. Oh, my God, it was such a good experience. <laughs> They're like, so nice. Yeah, you just got <laughs> off at the airport. You haven't seen nothing yet. Because Australians like to drink their beer. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're VBs, Victoria Bitter. Yeah. That's VBs. One the, <laughs> that's one of their favorite things to do. And they're just laid back and chill. And they're very down to earth. That's just really the way I could describe them. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm saying I haven't explored the whole America, so I can't really say. But... From being in Los Angeles, my experience, everybody's like always um, tense. Like on a rush. Like, I got to do yeah. this. I gotta, <laughs> I'm always like, yeah. calm down, Jesus. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that energy does rub off on me. So sometimes, like, I get my anxiety goes through the roof. I'm like, whoa, what is going on? Just because the way I see it is, I could do anything in this world mm -hmm. and I could just do it calmly. Good. That's this, the way I see some people out here doing it is like, like there's no time like the world's ending tomorrow right like mm -hmm. just calm down yeah <laughs> calm the hell down <laughs> yeah okay so time. so we have about 10 minutes you guys mm -hmm. and uh there's a thousand questions that i still have but we're going to go back and forth so our yeah. goal is to ask you questions with with you answering as fast as you can okay right so you know short answers so we can get in as many back and forth you ready oh, you ready geez. for that i Barbara? gotta keep mine short okay okay, okay. <laughs> that's why i was like okay keep it short my okay. my, my all right you mind if i start Go, yes okay, please so. <clears throat> who's your favorite male rapper of all time and why has to be eminem because i could just relate to him in so many ways just in regards to such a strong backstory surviving that backstory and flourishing unlike anybody thought that he ever would have everyone doubted him and then he came out on top and not only did he come out on top but he came out on top so so good that he literally killed everybody else in the game mm -hmm. and every and every i'm pretty sure that's why a lot of people respect eminem he's he's like a he's like a rap god to me like a song a rap god he is that's why all right <laughs> love it nice. i'm with you i think eminem is amazing yeah, yeah i really do very talented yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would do you think that you get more pushback as a female artist, and and if so, how has that kind of like worked into your journey? You, you are you Getting, saying pushback as a female artist with rap, right? Yeah. Well, I can see what you're saying with that. Yes, I have experienced a little bit of that in many different ways. But you know what I like to do when I see situations mm -hmm. like that coming up onto me, I ignore it and I act like I don't even see it going on. And then the best way to prove people wrong is to do you walk in the room and own it. Do what you do, what you, do what you say you are. Well, I'm a rapper. Well, I'm going to show you what I do. Mm -hmm. And then that'll prove people like you will prove yourself to people like that. Because mm -hmm. I have had a lot of that. People look at you weird like, oh, like even my accent. I get looks like she does that type of music and she talks like that. Mm. There's a lot of things 
that people have said to me and I, I said about me, but I keep it moving. I don't care. And when I can be around these people, I prove myself to them. And then that's when they zip their lips and like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. So one of the things that I've seen over the years that mm -hmm. stopped many women and men from being successful in the entertainment world mm -hmm. is getting into a relationship mm -hmm. that goes sour, yeah. that creates disruption, right. and then they lose sight of their dreams. Right. Is that going to happen to you? And how do you know it's not if you don't believe it is? How do I know it's not? Well, what you say is 101 million percent correct. And a lot of people can testify to that. When you're in a relationship, I mean, even if you're not trying to be a celebrity, even if you're just trying to go to work for the day, I guess, if you're in a relationship and you're having a, you know, a bad day or, you know, you guys get into an argument, it could really throw you off. And I could, I'm here to tell you that I believe every experience that I've come through in my life, nothing will be able to stop me from what I'm trying to do. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not going to affect me and I'm not going to like feel, you know, bad about it, you know, a day or two or whatever. Mm. But like I said before, I'm going to get up back on the horse. Nothing... Nothing would stop me chasing what I want to do. And I hope everybody else out there thinks just like I do. You can have, what, if you're having a bad relationship, that's fine. You can go through the pain. That's natural. You're a human being. But if you're set out to do something, don't ever forget your goal. Your goal and your relationship is two different things. You got to separate them. Keep them separated. No matter how much your feelings get involved. Mm. Keep that like, separated completely. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. That's how I'm going to handle that. And in the future that's how i know it's not going to affect me <laughs> like nice. I, i've never met someone who comes across that confident with the word do <laughs> when you say that's what i do oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. it's going to happen because that's what i that's what i do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like mike tyson in I'm like, I better and get up and run. She's looking straight at you. Oh, yeah, so, you're hey, so she says, hey, like, back off. Look, oh my God, yeah, are you going to drink all that water? <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. That may be a song in there. Like, no, no, we'll that's, what that's what I do. That's what I do. And when that's a hit, remember us. Like, and then look how nice party. she's smiling now, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys are funny. That's funny. Okay, Barbara, so this may be the last question. Yes, I got one more for you. So of all the things that we asked you, what's one thing that we didn't ask? you that you feel like you'd want to share about you well you guys did ask me my favorite question which mm. is what separates me from everybody else um that's really something that i always want to address in every interview that i do um but i already have so um if it would be to to be another question it mm. would probably be something about more deeper into my up my upbringing mm -hmm. and how basically the suffering that i went to through sorry and how I came out of it all because I think that's one of the most interesting things because most people go through things in their life and they do fall off you know mm -hmm. and I'm not going to blame them you know life gets hard really hard but um I just that's why I'm here I think I'm here to stay because I'm I'm coming into music with um I'm not coming into music to make it a, like a one year thing or a two year thing and then see you later no my plans I have I have everything mapped out basically. I've thought about this. Yes, I want to do music and going the way it is right now, I'm really good at it. Great. Then I want to make it something of a career, meaning I don't want to do it for 15 minutes. No, I want to make it a lifetime thing. I want to try to basically get a like a star on the walk of fame. I'm, I'm not here for little, little small things, but obviously that's something you got to work your way up to. So from music, also I would like to... Um, obviously continue my passion in movies because that's my first profession that i told you guys about yeah. so my plan is to do a lot of things once once i become successful in the movie industry and everything like that i have even plans to do stuff like for example leonardo dicaprio the actor you know um he's very talented you know everybody always speaks about him like that's my goal something like that an established person in your career that has the respect of the world you're not just doing a five-minute song. I don't want to knock anyone out, so I'm not going to say names, but it's not just like a song where everybody's shaking their butt to it for five minutes and then it becomes a thing of the past. No. Make real songs that, like, 20, down the, 20 years down the track, mm -hmm. they're still going to be heard, like Ice Cube. People are still talking about mm -hmm. the, the stuff he did in the industry. You see how he moved on to the movie industry as well, mm -hmm. and he conquered that. That's, 
that's along the lines of something that I want to do and accomplish in my life. And I believe I'm going to do it. Nice. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. California. Well, anyway, I want to say it's it, what an honor to meet you. And thank you for uh, coming in the studio. Yes. Thank you guys for having me. It was mm -hmm. yeah. an honor to meet both of you. Yeah. And so we <laughs> will uh, obviously make time. your links and, and Instagram. We'll make all that available so mm -hmm. people can reach out to you. And yeah. we'll show a little bit of the video um, when, this, when this goes live so that people right. can kind of get an idea of how amazing you are mm -hmm. and i wish you yes. nothing but like major success absolutely thank you very much guys yeah i really we enjoyed being yes. on the show and answering the questions yeah you guys asked me some things that i really wanted to put out there good well good yeah. and, and i learned a big lesson today whenever i hear someone <laughs> use the word do i'm gonna think nah they don't got it that's right <laughs> gonna, we have a we have a spectrum now it's like oh that's you don't you don't yeah you don't you don't really know what do no. means so like so with your weight loss clients we have to tell them like, look, you when you're do? serious yeah. I want you to go, Robert, I'm going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and if they can't, if they can't deliver, it's like, oh, next. <laughs> well, we always end our shows by encouraging people to get healthy, mm -hmm. be healthy. And yep. as always, Barbara. Yep. Stay healthy.